Oh, okay, it's better now. Okay. So, um, so welcome to Jerry's corner, my small corner of this large universe. Um, so Mr. Ajayi, could you please introduce yourself? Okay, my name is Oluwatobi Ajayi. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the founder and CEO of North Automobiles Limited. I'm a Nigerian. I was born in Nigeria. I grew up in Nigeria. Um, I started my career at Mercedes-Benz. I, and I learned a lot of things from there. I'm very passionate about um, creating value, about solving problems, about making things better for people. Um, I'm patriotic Nigerian. I, I really, um, I believe in in family. I like family, and uh, that's basically me. Okay, okay. So, for this episode, we are, I, I'm I'm, lo- I'm having you here, so we could talk about Nord and the automobile industry in Nigeria. Okay. Um, so, uh, Nord, we make cars in Nord. We, we try to make it normal for Nigerians to buy brand new, durable, elegant vehicles instead of buying Tokobo vehicles. So, to be able to achieve that, what we do at Nord is to create design source and assemble here in Nigeria vehicles that Nigerians can find suited to the Nigerian road, Nigerian fuel quality, Nigerian climate that is very durable, that is affordable and that is very elegant. That is something beautiful that they can be proud of. So so what we are trying to do is ensure that you have the ability to buy brand new that comes with three years warranty and other packs as against buying used vehicles okay so i see, I see auto, yeah, I'm about the auto industry so the auto industry in nigeria is quite it's quite old but it's been um at the moment so there are two sections of the auto industry so you have the auto manufacturing sector and you have the auto sales sector so the auto sales sector especially the used side is being is booming. It's currently a three billion dollar industry. About that's over one trillion naira. Uh, but the manufacturing side of it is very low. We we, we produce less than currently less than eight um, percent of what we con- what the kind of amount of vehicles that we need per year in Nigeria. So we're hoping that we're going to increase that volume. We're hoping that at least in the next maybe next ten years more than 50 percent of cars that are driven in nigeria are cars that are built here in nigeria cars that are assembled here in nigeria okay okay um recent, recently lagos lagos states um, unveiled their ride hailing service i can't remember the name lagos ride and they got con- they got a contract for 1000 cars from a chinese manufacturer who so happens to not yet have an assembly plant here in Nigeria. As someone that is a, an auto enthusiast my, myself, 
I see it as the government not supporting the industry here. So from your perspective, how do you view that kind of deal and how do you feel the government's um the government's um, role in motivating the sector? I'm very um I'm I'm a bit but pleasantly surprised that um you actually see it this way because of course that's the way I see it, but I've been wondering maybe because I'm the founder of Nord, maybe that's why I'm being I'm saying it this way, probably I'm being sentimental. But I think that decision um, is not a very good decision by the Lagos State Government. I, I think that, like you just mentioned, partnering to build an assembly plant, when we have more, in fact, 80% of the assembly plants for auto industry in Nigeria, at least, okay, let me know, at least 60% of it are in Lagos. Over yes. 60% of the assembly plants you have in Nigeria and in Lagos. So why is the Lagos state government going to build another assembly plant with another Chinese company? It makes with any other it makes no sense. That it didn't it, make any it sense. Make, it makes absolutely no sense. There are a lot of idle assembly plants in Lagos. A lot of them. We we have one, we have two actually. We're building we have one that was completed. We're building another one that is bigger and I know a lot of other companies that have people are even advising us. That's why we're even slow the one we are building because we're not seeing the point. Because there are a lot of people even coming to us and and trying to collaborate with us that we should use the assembly plant because the assembly plant is very idle. So uh, and for for them to now and we have other Nigerian made Nigerian branded only by Nigerian companies and the government is going for another so it's 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 something that is 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 i'm i'm quite like i said i was surprised you actually saw it this way but i'm presently surprised because i tried not to get too involved in it because i, I was maybe i'm being sentimental as a ceo of not but it shows that i'm not the only one seeing it this way it shows that people like you are also seeing it well so this is um it's sad to see. We have to, we cannot say it's sad to see. I, I think it's not a good decision. I think it's not the right decision. But you know, this Nigeria, we make a lot of wrong decisions. And that's why patriotic people like like us, it, we find it very difficult. Because yes. it's like we're always trying entrepreneurs are always trying to undo the mistakes of of government every time. We're always trying to, you know, undo their mistakes, which is really sad. But it's fine. Oh, yeah, I, I actually understand where you're coming from. Um, being sentimental about it is actually all right because it's your industry. It's where your passion is. But on, still on the um, issue of the government and the industry and the sector, how are you faring? How are you and your competitors faring with the government? Have there been any progressive plan aside the numerous unprogressive ones? Okay, so um, so the 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 so 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 I'll talk for North, for example. So for North, we're doing very fine because um, we have a lot of customers in the private sector. Um, I've always Mercedes Benz is very private sector driven, you know. So we do very little government. So 
Um, so, and I bring a lot of my contacts on there. So we're very strong in the private sector. A lot of commercial banks are buying from us. A lot of companies in real estate and telecoms are partnering with us and even in security. So we do a lot. We are quite big with the, with the private sector. And um, yeah, and that's generating some, some sales and some revenue. But we all know that the big pie is government. Government will do a lot. There's no, Tesla did not get to where they are without some serious support <laughs> from the US government. Tata yeah. did not get to where they are without some serious government um, support from the Indian government. So we, I'll be lying to you if I say that even Amazon did not get to where they are without some serious support from the US government. So I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be naive to say that we don't need the Nigerian government to get or a government to get to where we are. So and at the moment, the government is not really supporting. It's very true. I speak a lot to them. I speak a lot to the Minister of Finance and anybody else I can talk to even the DG of my of my regulator that and we all agree that the government is not doing as much but there are one or two excuses here on why they're not doing that um about other um economic needs you know so but um but we are fine so as a company we are doing very well we're selling the private sector is buying for most everything is going as planned but it's like it's like um you have a child and instead of feeding the child with very good nutrients frequently every day you feed that child just once a day and you feed him with pap instead of with very <laughs> good breast milk so that the child will not die yes but but you know that the child goes to the very smooth stunted so i think that's what is happening to us yeah we're growing we're we're there but i know very well that we're growing unnecessarily slower than we should which is very sad True. And we provide a lot of jobs. So, so currently, currently my company president. So imagine if we're being supported, it means that we'll probably provide maybe 20, 30, 40 times more job than than we're currently. Yeah. But here we are. So um, this has been on my mind for a while now. As a Nigerian car manufacturing brand, is would you still say Toyota is your biggest com- competitor? Yeah, so it depends. So when you say, so it depends on, so if I, so to answer your question, the answer is yes, uh, yes, they are our biggest competitor. But if I was doing luxury, for example, then maybe I'll be talking about, but because, so Nord, Nord is a premium brand. Nord is not a luxury brand. It's a premium brand. It's a brand that represents best value for money. Efficiency, oh. affordability, that's what Nord represents. So, um, so yeah, so in that case, yeah, Toyota is our biggest competitor. Oh, okay. At least in Nigeria. <laughs> so, uh, so I feel you're um, car enthusiast too. Yes, I am, but I'm also a businessman. You know what I realize about car enthusiasts <laughs> is that the, which is fine, which is why they are car. There are other things that I'm interested about. That um, of course, if I talk to somebody in that space in the business sense i'll be saying something what the person doesn't want to hear so i'm also because i'm also not just an enthusiast i'm also a businessman so there are certain things that i cannot just do because like this, this is not fancy for me this is not just dream this is a reality this is something that has to be commercially feasible do you get has to be yeah so i cannot just for example now because i have the means i have a factory i cannot just start building something that people will not buy just because it's fine or whatever it is do you get my point 
so yeah so so as much as i yeah i want to do a lot of things but i i know where to i know where to i know that there's a line between fantasy and commercial accessibility yeah. yes so away from business now away from business what's your favorite car my favorite car is the well it's not released yet but i, I think it will be the nord a7 <laughs> the size of your brand like if size my brand my favorite yeah. car, size my brand okay so favorite so i would say you know when you say favorite like a car that i think so you know for me personally I, even when i work to make I've, I've always been a value for money person like top quality oh, oh, value. Oh, oh. i've not i've not i've never really been i'm not somebody who even in my normal life who just goes for honest like wasteful look like look like just looks you know even when i go for a luxury hotel it has to have certain perks i'm not just going to pay for something because of a brand or something so if i go to maybe i go out of nigeria and i go to a very top hotel i'm going there because maybe yeah it's a luxury hotel that has top security that has a very good view you know maybe a seaside view or some you know you get my point like like some value for money not not a perceived value because oh i'm i'm in this hotel that's you know no i'm I'm something that i like value for money so for that reason i'll go with a mercedes-benz e-class it's not the most luxurious model in mercedes-benz model there's the s-class there there's the s-class labor g but yes you can go but for me i'll go with the e-class because the e-class to me is the uh, is a car that can be used by anybody it can be used by the presidency and it won't be out of place it can also be used by ceo and everybody so it's it's a, to me it's a very good car and it's not it's not uh, the price is not out of place like you know the price is really for the value of what it brings is very good so yeah that's called yeah really business best you know <laughs> yeah for me the cars that i don't have a favorite car i just have three or two cars that i always look up to like yeah. one toyota supra then the toyota ae6 and the subaru the subaru version of the ae86 the impressor oh, those are the like i have a thing for japanese cars they are they fit the same um money for value yeah there's that they the yeah value. yes they fit the and, money for value thing and that's what i feel that's what nigeria is when i see nigerians especially the ones that are not yet like they just made more money and are always trying to go for luxury i just laugh <laughs> <laughs> you know like oh god try and try and make personality yes personality first if I have a car, for me, I I I value the driving experience. So the one luxury car I could go for would be a BMW. And on the BMW side, I'm a fan of the M2 C2 M2 Competition because it's small, nimble, and it's very pleasurable to drive. I I value the driving experience I'm getting out of whatever car that I'm with. That's nice. That's nice. So, have you ever raced? Yeah, so yeah, so I like fast cars and I race too. I normally I, I never race, I actually race. Oh, I race, yes. 
in Lagos. Yeah, there are tracks in Lagos. So. Yeah, they have a competition. They actually did one last two years, but COVID didn't allow them to do it last year. Oh, hopefully yeah. they'll be done yeah, this year. And I was building, in, I built, we built a vehicle for it to beat everybody in that vehicle. That's <laughs> we couldn't showcase our, our power. It was fine. So, Nord has a sports car in the works. Um, so, so that's the same thing. So, because so we have it, like I said, because it's yeah, I like sports cars, but because this is a business now, so we are, we are we want to solve some problems first, you know, which is to ensure that Nigerians can start driving yeah, some new Nigerian cars. Like, let's normalize it first, which can take us maybe some four or five years. So, maybe after we've done that, uh, from the profitability or whatever, we can now start producing some luxury, um sports cars just for anybody so those ones even if we don't make you know we just produce it just for people who love it you know yeah, yeah so that's the conventional way to do it i i think um elon Musk's method was the opposite Tesla's method was the opposite yeah build up hype it's the sports yeah. car yeah, but, make but, but you, you, so you can't so in a mock style will only work in america it won't work in nigeria because sure, sure. so because for example let me okay how many rolls royce do we sell in nigeria yes. how many sls do we sell in nigeria i worked in mercedes benz i feel like we, we sold oh, we sold oh, yeah. in like three years we sold only two sls this, wow. and this is a mercedes benz brand dude. this is mercedes benz do you get so yes. so and i'm sure that same year mercedes benz sold probably ten thousand sls in the us yeah. yeah. So as we sold only like two in three years. So, in fact, even one of the ones I didn't tell you, this, but let me just say it. I, I think I heard the owner paid like two or three times. Do you get? So before he came to take delivery. So the Nigerians, we are not as we are not. Yeah, there's money, but a lot of us don't. Um, um, very few people think- in Nigeria can actually afford, you know, can to have that buying power. So some some of the luxury cars you even see around the Rolls Royce, the Bentley, some of them are brought in from the US, at, and they are cheaper because they are right, you won't know, but are some of them yes. are already used in the US. Yes. But they bring because it's just maybe two years old used. When you see it, everybody hails them. It's a Rolls Royce, it's a Bentley, it's a this, it's a that. But the truth of the matter is that the person that brought it has saved about forty percent of what <laughs> the person would have paid in Nigeria. You know, so it means that if you set up something like that in Nigeria. I remember one time when I wanted to, before I started not, I wanted to bring Astomatic in and be a distributor of Astomatic. When I did my analysis, I realized that I was going to go broke. In fact, because I did my analysis, I was like, probably I was going to sell five a year. And that, the profit of that five a year will probably not even pay the cost of the showroom self, let alone other, other expenses. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's just it, you know. So Nigeria is um, the Nigerian automobile market is suitable to premium cars. Yeah, so premium cars, yes, yes, yes. Utility cars, cars oh. you can use and get value for your money. That's that's what is suited for now. We will get there. It's because our because the African economy is not so good yet. You know that's the point. So you know sure. there is uh, we you know even the, even our even our billionaires even even not even even our most Nigerians that are worth more than hundred million dollars yeah. are not they're not yet satisfied. Do you understand? They are all still 
they are all still trying to increase their money. I don't know if you get my point. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. So they are still trying to. So even the Nigerian that is worth three hundred million dollars, if you go and meet him, he probably will not buy a two hundred million car. Oh, which is less than one million dollars. He probably would not. Do you get? Because he's still he's trying to increase his money. So, but in America, you have a lot, like New York, for example, one in eight residents of New York is a millionaire. One in eight is a millionaire in US dollars. So, so there, 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 there's a lot of incentive there to buy and buy. So that's why, like I said, so we're talking about Elon Musk. So that's why working Elon Musk and the government of Elon, the government of the United States really supports industries like that in america if i try to nigeria i'm going to just die <laughs> you just die <laughs> you lose all your money nobody's going to do anything to you so that's that's why i can't work in nigeria okay so um, i'm a mass communication student who has a yeah i'm primary my major is in broadcasting but i'm also looking at advertising okay okay so for your brand okay. since you're um, a private brand, you focus directly on customers. So that means you have a lot more to offer. You have a lot of marketing strategies up your sleeves and advertising yeah. gimmicks. So can you let me in on how you're doing that? Because from my perspective, it took me a while before I discovered Nord, like last year. Mm, so the thing is, so the thing is, we just started to. So we've been on for like three years, but we've been we've been manufacturing and producing and testing which is the hard work yeah and making like little noise on that there's no need to you know when you're testing like when you're cooking the food there's no need to be telling everybody that the food is you know so you cook your food first when you're done with the food will you start submitting cv when you're seeing this? no <laughs> no uh, so 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 it's now that we are done mm-hmm. we're now trying to make people know and we really we we were done okay early 2020 actually but we couldn't because of covid but so we started talking about ourselves in september so i think and i and i was telling somebody that i think we've done very well because for you to still be comparing us with companies who are about 10 like you know, you know comparing us with companies that are, have been in nigeria or doing this for so more than more than 10 years it shows that we've done very well we've done we've really we've done this marketing or whatever pushing not out there just in just for six months so i think that um um it will be it will be easier to judge us in two years okay so we still have maybe 18 months to go before you can judge if if we've done a fairly good job or not we still have about 18 months to go okay i see i see yeah, that's what I feel. We still have about 18 months to go because even two years, even a company that just started talking about themselves two years, it's still, it's but two years is enough, I believe, to have made some noise. How many of us, Tesla started in 2003. How many people knew Tesla until even just three, four years ago? Even those, even those kinds, of, how many? How many? I can give you a lot of companies. There's a company called Polestar. Yeah, Polestar by you know? Volvo. Polestar. Exactly, the Swedish care. So how many people know them? Very few. But they are quite popular. Very few. So, so it's not that it's not. I'm not saying so. Well, we're going to. We're not going to burn all our money on marketing. We're doing a lot. If currently, in fact, as at February, our marketing budget just exceeded our assembly budget, which to me is not. You know, maybe because I'm an engineer, I'm not very happy about that, but. 
my marketing and my business team are saying we have to do that. Because we are also improving our, our, our assembly operations, making it more efficient. So that's also a very important part for me. So, but right now, our marketing budget too has been going on, going on, as in like what we need to do. Right now, we just exceeded it. What we're spending on marketing just exceeded what we're spending on that. Not really, but you know, in a way, and I'm, I'm like, is that the right decision or whatever? <laughs> it seems so because what's the point of producing very beautiful vehicles that people don't know about? Yeah, but you knew the production. So what we're doing currently now, we're taking this one, one step at a time. So we're using a lot of social media. We're doing a lot of word of mouth. We're doing road shows. COVID has really scattered a lot of things. There should have been auto fairs and the rest, but we have not done that because of COVID. Uh, we're also partnering with some TV programs. So like I said, uh, it would be easier to review us, not judge. Okay, we have to review what we are doing around this time in September. Okay. Uh, hey, hey. To be easier to review, review the company in September. It's okay. Uh, a year after you guys started talking, okay, how have you guys gone in September? Then in next year, September, it will be, it will be hey, that's where you can now start saying, oh, have you guys done well? You know, so so I think all these things take time. You know, and you, know, you also understand that one, one, one automobile is, you have to manufacture. I'm sorry. You have to as a market in a way that um, you are not, you are not, you are not forceful. You are not like, oh, look at me here, yeah, look at me here, yeah, look at me here. Yeah. <laughs> it has yeah. to be subtle. Yes, it has to be. Yes, it has to be subtle, but, but effective. Um, with, but making a lot of impression. Yes. I was going to go to um, the next question. Was supposed to be about the A5 midsize SUV and the pickup, but before we go to that. You just opened up the talk about um, SMEs in Nigeria, right? How it's tasking to run a business in Nigeria. So you've been at it for like three plus years. So can you give me a brief overview of how the journey has been as a business owner in Nigeria? Mm, okay, so well, first of all, Nigeria is a very tough country to be an entrepreneur. Even though I tried to tell people um to be patriotic but I, I actually don't blame people who try to leave nigeria too you know right now it's probably even a better option because nigeria can be very frustrating what i don't just like is when people try to now talk down the country because my fam- my father's father my father's house in the village is not good and i come to lagos does not mean that I always ins- take pictures of my father's mud house and always insult him. Did you get my point? Yeah, just go to your Lagos and do well. That or go to like my, my point, go to your Canada and do well. No need to be performing anything because you are the one that will actually lose at the end of the day when people think that your country you came from, you ran away from. It was like you're a refugee. Do you get yeah. so that's just what I don't <clears> like about that. So anyway, but back to the point about business. Um I think that Nigeria is a very tough country to do business, or necessarily tough. Like, it's like the deliberately, it's like the government. Like, because I'm, I'm, I need, I think a scientist or a, or a researcher should just go and even find out what is really in government that is making them not support business. Because sometimes I, I wonder if they they just deliberately try to ensure you fail. Like, they just make sure you fail. Like, the the the, the environment is just so toxic, so so chaotic for business that uh, it does not just support 
business and growing in nigeria is very slow i know a lot of even though my company is just three years old i know enough i know enough people in my friends that started this automobile business in the u.s they are that we started together with, with the same maybe less amount of money than myself today their companies are more than 80 times 50 times bigger than my company just because they're yes and they're not even as popular as me funny enough but they have a lot more money they've been able to raise money and do a couple of things so um and there are a lot of reasons a lot of things why the government can do to make business better but they're not doing it i'm not going to that's another topic another full topic so i'm not going to go into that so but what i would advise people who are trying to go into business is that um be sure that that's what you want to do for currently it's better to actually look for a job in nigeria if you have a job because the, the entrepreneurship is very good i believe entrepreneurs create company and create great com- countries they, they build economies which also build great co- countries but at the moment the entrepreneurship is not it's very difficult in nigeria so if you really have a way to find a job just find a job because entrepreneurship is very difficult but if you know you don't have a job or you feel that you really have a problem to solve and you think you can really solve the problem and you are smart enough to solve the problem then you can go into entrepreneurship so that's what i just advise people yeah that's the that's that's it okay okay so it's so because you're in nigeria it's better to play safe Yes, because, yeah, because um, entrepreneurship in Nigeria is unnecessarily tough. Unnecessarily. Like, entrepreneurship anyway is tough. But in Nigeria, it's just, like, like the government, is, almost like the government is out there to kill your business. That's the truth. I'm telling you, the MDs, the, everybody's just out there. Very few, the only industry that I know that they are doing very well now is probably real estate. Mm. In Lagos, yeah. And, and 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 I think and that's because they are very independent of the governments. Exactly, and their market is not dependent on the Nigerian economy. A lot of the, a lot of people, a lot of their customers are the diaspora. Oh, people who live outside Nigeria. So I think that's why they are booming. That's why they are growing. They are the only part of Nigeria that I can see. And other, well, like other supporting industries for them that are growing, maybe the towel industry and that ecosystem that is doing very well. Yeah, because the ecosystem, yeah, and it's funded by diaspora because a lot of people in the diaspora are investing in Nigeria. And one of the easiest ways for them to invest in Nigeria is because they cannot do entrepreneurship. You know, normally they should have been investing in entrepreneurship like the way they are doing in India. Indians are investing in entrepreneurship in India, setting up companies in India, setting up um what they call this is outsourcing companies for you you know doing the different things in india but in nigeria because of our very toxic entrepreneurship environment the easiest thing even someone that is any more than two hundred thousand dollars a year can do is to build houses in nigeria that's what they're just doing no that's that, that's something that's really something it's all about the game so what do you wish would happen to make your um, your company and enlarge the automotive sector um, work better with Nigerian people? Nigerian people. Um, I think we are working for the Nigerian people. The normal people. I think we are doing very well. Most people love Nord. 
Um, most businesses are buying from us. So from the for the Nigerian people, I think it's fine. I think we are growing. It's steady and is is fine. I think it's even a honeymoon relationship. <laughs> at the moment. It's very nice. So uh, I have nothing. There's no. I'm not, you know like most people that are not buying not are not buying not not because they don't love not they're not buying not because they cannot afford to buy any brand new car anywhere in the world just the same way an average Nigerian now cannot buy a house no matter how hard working they are Do you get my yes, point? Yes. so it's a so yeah so the problem is actually a very serious micro macroeconomic issue at the moment Jigget, but but the relationship between us and Nigerians now are very is very good. So what we're trying to do is to grow the economy together to ensure that we talk to government or we talk to anybody that is really that can actually grow the economy of Nigerians so that people can actually be able to you know afford our vehicles and make their life easier. It's a it's a long term plan. It's a marathon, but we'll do it. We're willing to do it. Um, on you, you raised something about people being unable to buy brand new cars. Um, can you work? Can't you guys like work later on? Maybe not now. Work with banks. So you can have. So so it's not so that's not the problem, you know. So so the, the issue is not only credit. The issue is also are people earning enough to be able to jigger? Some people are, of course. People are people are buying. Banks are buying their middle-level managers in telcos and banks and oil and gas are buying, but that's a very small part of the industry, of sorry of the of the population. A population like Nigeria. So when you do that, you've just reduced a population of 200 million people to less than 20 million people. Do you yeah. get? Yeah. So that's what just happened. So so because most people are not are not being fully employed. So if we can actually you know, build our economy to ensure that people are gainfully employed, then a lot of things will be easier for people. You get yeah. So how much is the cheapest car? Uh, maybe I'll think it will be a lot. How much yeah. is the cheapest car? Uh, 8.9. 8.5, actually. Oh, that's Depends on your spec, on what you are. 8.5. Wow. What um, model is it? A3, you know the oh. The elegance, you know the <laughs> What's the specs on that car? Yeah, it's a 1.8 liter engine. It's a uh, turbocharged engine, automatic transmission, six-speed automatic transmission. Um, very beautiful interior. About seven-inch touch display. Um, um, reverse camera. Everything high powerful AC. Dual. Dual, dual zone temperature AC. Everything you've seen in modern 2021. It's competing with. Yeah, like I say, Corolla. Um, Corolla. 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 Okay, Corolla. Oh, that's a very tough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will need to go now. I have someone is trying to okay. call. Okay. So. Yeah, the person has been trying to reach me since I can see because I've just tried to get it. So it's alright. It was nice having you on the show today. Um, we'll talk about we'll okay. talk sometime in the future. Hopefully September. Okay. 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 No problem. Yeah. yeah. Take You're care. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks. thanks.